Welcome to Learning How to Fight Spiritual Warfare with Dr. James Turner and Evangelist Josephine Turner. Our world is in big trouble and we are in it up to our souls. Be alert because Satan is not done attacking you yet. We need to learn from God's word how to fight the spiritual war that each of us is engaged in today. So let's join our lesson today. Evangelist Turner will read uh, today. But first, let's have prayer. Oh, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Father, for blessing us that we're able to assemble ourselves here for your glory and your honor. Lord, we ask that you would use us. Don't let us just read from the paper. Just let us deal with your spirit. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Now, Evangelist Turner will be reading Ephesians, Ephesians 6 through 11, uh, 1 John 3 and 8, and 2 Thessalonians 2, 10 through 12. Amen. Amen. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Praise God. 1 John 3 and 8 says, he that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Amen. Second Thessalonians 2, mm-hmm. 10 through 12 says, And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Amen. The title today for our lesson is Sold Out to Satan. And this is very serious. Have you been able to just examine and see the change in the world today. See uh, how people can sit and believe a lie before they believe the truth. It's just remarkable how people that claim to be of God just cannot recognize a lie from the truth. Sometimes I think they just don't want to recognize the lie from the truth. You remember Jim Jones? Oh, this man misled people all over, even down to uh, South America, just had people selling all their belongings. And they just believed everything that come out of this man's mouth. Sometimes you just wonder why people are so gullible. And I think it's because of Satan's dealings with them. Sometimes people would rather believe a lie than believe the truth. Praise God. And I ask a question. What is your soul worth? I mean, what would you sell it for? And that's what many of these preachers are doing today. These evangelists, these uh, people of God, these big, these mega churches. And prosperity is fine. It has its place. But you can't sell your soul for prosperity. But that's what the people are doing today. Rather than talk, tell the truth, rather than stand for the truth, just give the meat of the word. They would rather take it and water it down and make it so that it doesn't even matter, that the word is twisted. So I thank God. What is your soul worth? 
What would you take for it? For, for riches, for wealth? What would you sell your soul for? I had a call from a, a, a wealthy uh, uh, church, and they, they told me the things that they would do for me if I would just close my church and come and worship at their church. You know, and they, they, they gave me so much. They took me out to Grady's Landing and wined and dined me. They let me see the barges that I would be in charge of in order to justify a salary. They wanted me to move out in Sugarland. So and they, want, they wanted to give me a salary that I could afford to live in Sugarland. And they was just all you've got to do. I told them, I said, listen, I moved in a low income area, not because I can't afford to live higher, but I'm here to try to help these people. Somebody help me. Now I'm trying to help them. No matter, they said to me, Brother Turner, all you've got to do is just come with us. I said, well, I'm a vocational teacher. I would like to teach these people a trade so they can pull themselves up, move out of the low-income area, have a profitable life. And they said, I tell you what we'll do for you, Brother Turner. We'll build you a center here where the church stands. Just come on out to, to Sugarland and, 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 and worship with us. Now, that sounds so good. You know, but the thing is, I would have to adapt my ministry to their way of thinking. I can't do that. The Lord gave me a area to preach in, spiritual warfare. I'm an evangelist, and I can be nothing but what God asked me to do. Now, I could sell out for prosperity, for easy living, but what about my soul? When I sell out and, and, and accept this monetary rewards for going uh, their way, for teaching what they want me to teach, is selling my soul. That's what it amounts to. Uh, you know, it's like having your heaven here on earth. Many of these mega preachers are having their heaven right here on earth. It's not about God. It's not about Jesus. It's not about the Holy Spirit. It's what these people want you to do. And it's what you have to do in order to earn this from these people. Selling your soul is what many preachers are doing today. They found out that people don't want to hear about sin. People don't want you to even mention Satan, Lucifer. You know, and, 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 and you know, Jesus came and died to free us. And it was, many times we as ministers, those, not me, as ministers are just selling their soul for prosperity. And prosperity has its place. What did Jesus say? He said, I wish, you, wish that your soul prosper as you prosper financially. There's nothing wrong with prosperity. It's, but you're never supposed to take anything and put it before God. Nothing. Now, if you really love the Lord and you're really concerned about your soul, you don't mind the sacrifices that you have to make in order to please God. Again, our subject today is sold out to Satan. My wife read Ephesians 6 and 11 meaning to prepare yourself. Know how Satan is coming after you. 
Let's see. If you read Ephesians 6 and 11, it tells you the things you're going to be confronted with. I want to tell you something. There's one weapon that God gave us, and we need to use it very often. What is that weapon? Repent. When you find that you have erred, that you've fallen, that you've slipped, that you've gone back into the old things that you were doing before, and you, once you realize that you have, repent. Repent. Sorry, Lord, for what I've done. I've regressed. I'm sorry, Lord. Please forgive me for what I did. Every time you find yourself in a position like that, repent. This is one of the weapons that God gave us. We need to know that we can use it. Don't let Satan tell you that you can't live as a Christian. Don't let Satan tell you that you can't live as a person that is born again. But that's what he'll tell you. And he'll put you in a position and cause you to sin. And then he'll tell you, see, I told you. But you ever get in that position, and you will, repent. Repent from your heart. Lord God, I fail again. Lord God, forgive me. Help me that I won't fall again. If you should fall again, repent. Keep repenting in the face of the devil constantly. Every time he calls you to sin, repent. But let me tell you something. You just can't let it come from the throat, repenting. It has to come from the heart, deep down in. Repent. Sincerely, I am sorry. David was not a good man in many areas, but David had a soft heart. And when David got caught in his wrong, what did he do? He repented. And he was the apple of God's eye. God loved you. The devil desired to steal your soul. Don't let him buy you. It's good to be able to uh, have a nice home, to drive a nice car, but it's not worth your soul. But God can bless you as well. But somebody, some people think that every blessing they get is of God, not necessarily. That the devil can keep you out there and keep you sidetracked, he will do that. He will do that. Do not allow him to take advantage of you. How much would you sell your soul for? A Mercedes? A Bentley? A Rover? Land Rover? What would you sell your soul for? A home uh, in the highest uh, uh, area of living. You know, a quarter of a million dollar home. Would you sell your soul for that? Would you sell your soul for uh, 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 a, a business that's profitable? What would you sell your soul for? And I tell you this. If you come with a price, the devil would meet it. Whatever it is, he will give it to you. It is sad that God loves you so much and the devil should hate you so much that he would want to destroy you, mainly because he really 
have a thing that he really wants to do with God. He really wants to hurt God. And he can't really hurt God, you know, because he don't have the power. But he learned at your creation how God loved you. So he focused on man. He focused on man. Those that are saved ministers, I'm talking about that in a church that's pastoring. He's, some of them are very good. And then their children go away, go astray. Well, what happened? The devil focused on the pastor's children. That's right. The same way the devil is focusing on God's best creation, which was you and me. From the beginning, the devil focused on man. It's sad. But God, when he first created man, the last creation that he made was the greatest creation he made. The greatest creation he made was you. So the devil will focus on you. He will find out what your weak points are and he will work it. But if you keep repenting in his face, just every time you, he calls you to, to error, repent. Every time he calls you to error, repent. Every time he calls you to, to error, repent. You know what? He's going to get tired of hearing that. He's going to get disgusted himself. He's going to leave you alone for a while. But he'll come back to check to see if you're as strong today as you were yesterday. So you have to always keep this in mind. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I repent for all of the sins, all of the wrongs, everything that I've done against God. I am sorry, Lord. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Oh, there's some sins that you've done you feel like you can't be forgiven of, but there's no sin that you can do that God will not forgive you for. I'm not saying you got to pay for it. I'm not saying that you've gotten away clean. Yeah, I just repent, now you got away clean. I'm not saying that because I want to tell you something. Even though David repented of his sin, he had to pay. There was a price to pay. But that price is minimal compared to hell for eternity. Remember, God loves you. He loved man. The devil hates you. He hates God. And he's always going to tell you a half-truth to make you feel good about the sins that you commit. He will do that. He will justify it. I remember when I was struggling trying to find my way to God, I would always see these preachers, preachers call themselves pastors. They were pastors and they were sinning worse than I was sinning. And, you know, and so the devil will let me see these things and say, well, look, uh, you, you see, he's called himself a pastor. Look, you, you, you're not even married. So it's all right for you to sin like that. But he, he's, he's married and he's doing worse than you. You know, try to make you feel justified in the sins that you're committing. Don't ever excuse sin. Not your sin. Don't ever excuse it. Always blot it out. How do you do that? Lord, I'm sorry about the sin that I committed. Amen. How much, again, will you sell your soul for? Heaven on earth or Hell for eternity for your soul. Hell for eternity for your soul. That's the price you're going to have to pay 
when you give up and sell yourself for prosperity. You've got to stand for God. There's nothing wrong with having a good life. God will bless you as well. But the thing is, sometimes God want to check you and see if you mean what you say or if you're willing to stand for him. That's the price to pay. I once thought that when I came to the, into the church, I was safe. Everybody's going to love me. I didn't have to watch my back anymore. I didn't realize that the devil was in the church. I didn't realize that. Nobody told me that. I thought I was in a safe haven. But believe me, when you try to come to God sincerely, the devil follows you. And he wants to turn you around. He wants you to be the same person that you were before. You know, if you can remember, sometimes with people like me and, and others, uh, things were pretty good before you come to church. You know, you had good a lot of friends and, you know, and that uh, you understood one another and uh, 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 you, you didn't mind lying a little bit, what they call little white lies or little sweet lies or, you know, things like that. Uh, but they were lies. You know, uh, they have a lying spirit. I don't know if you've noticed in the last few years, people seem to have no problem lying. And they lie and they just lie and, 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 and they laugh about it. And, you know, everybody lie. That's an excuse to continue to lie. Everybody lie. So, but as a, as a born again Christian, you have to give that up. You, you can't follow your lying friends around. You know, the, uh, 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 you can't uh, uh, follow your fornicating, your adultery friends around. You've just, you're going to have to be a changed person, so you're going to have to change your friends. You know, or you're just going to have to stand alone. Make up your mind. Make up your mind. It's your choice. You can choose to serve the devil, or you can choose to serve God. It's not as easy to serve God as it is to serve the devil. Because all the obstacles are out of the way. Everything seems to be pleasurable. But if you value your soul, you'll serve God. Pray and ask God to protect you from Satan. Protect you from yourself. Praise God. Uh, talk to God and ask him to help you to fight this war. You know, give you strength to stand. Uh, condition of the world today is terrible. It's almost as bad as back, back during the Norris day. You know, just see what's going on. Uh, our politicians, you know, lie. They're not all of them, but boy, so many of them are lying. You just have to feel like all of them are lying. But I know that all politicians are not liars, but seem to me that the majority of them are, you know, even to our president, you know, things like that, you know, you gotta, well, it's all right, it's just, just a little lie. Certain positions you have, you're not supposed to let people, lead people the wrong direction through lying. As simple as that, okay? Uh, heaven on earth or eternity in hell? What's your choice? Would you rather serve the devil? And go to hell. I, when I say go to hell, some people tell you, well, God won't allow you to suffer because he loves you. Yes, he will. If you choose not to serve God, he will not save you from the place that he has prepared for Satan. 
hell was not prepared for you. It was not prepared for me. It was not prepared for man. It was prepared for Satan. Now, you've got to make up your mind. You've got to choose whom you will serve. You've got to understand that your soul is the most valuable thing that you possess. Your soul. And that is a part of you that's going to live on after this body has gone back to the dust. That soul will give itself, amen, uh, one way or the other. It will either go with Satan or it will go with God. Choose whom you will serve. Nothing is worth selling your soul for. But that seemed to be the way that our leaders are going today. Many in the church, what's the best way to get people off uh, and, and, and in the wrong direction than to get with their pastors and, you know, the other hierarchies like uh, the senators, the congressmen, uh, people that, that's in high places, the mayor, uh, all that, that's, that's the best place for Satan to get control of. If he can control the people that control you, or that you look up to, he's got you. So pray and ask God to help to keep you because he will. God loves you. God loves you. And we are under attack. Been under attack since the creation. He, the devil know us. The devil know us. You got to know the devil. I thank you for listening, and I hope you understand and have gotten something, a little encouragement. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Learning How to Fight Spiritual Warfare with Dr. James Turner and Evangelist Josephine Turner of First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, located in Rosharon, Texas, 77583. It is our prayer that you will gain more spiritual knowledge from the Word of God and learn how to stay free from the strongholds of evil that come against you in your life. We welcome your tax-deductible donations sent to First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, located at 900 Long Street, Rosharon, Texas, 77583. That's First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, located at 900 Long Street, Rosharon, Texas, or cash app, dollar sign FND Church. Again, cash app, dollar sign FND Church. You can also email Dr. Turner at turnerman at yahoo.com, turnerman at yahoo.com.